At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the VSIN Bet Center right here on the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And my partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado. And James, the Houston Astros hold on and get a win, the second straight win up there in the Pacific Northwest over the Seattle Mariners. Three to one your final today. And Justin Verlander, just another gem for this guy. You and I started out on this program way back when in this summer. And I remember it was Noah Syndergaard versus Justin Verlander in one of the opening games. I think it might have been the very first Sunday night baseball game. And uh, we were both enthusiastic about these guys coming Coming back from injury, and boy, Verlander has really taken it to new heights. They started out great, uh, both Verlander and Syndergaard, to begin the season, but we know what's happened to the Angels, and Verlander, he's obviously now a Cy Young Award candidate. Absolutely, and not only from as well as he pitched, maybe there's some sentiment we know anytime you start talking about awards, it's voting and there's some subjectivity to it. And for somebody like Verlander, who's had such a storied career, he's he's 39 years old, coming back from Tommy John surgery, missing all of last year because of that surgery, and coming back the way that he has, and not only as 
perform as well as he has, but be the leader for this team. This is a team that there's plenty of leadership on this team, plenty of veterans that have won titles before, and you can say what you want about the Astros from a few years back. And, yeah, definitely a, a black cloud over an asterisk for some of those Astro wins and World Series, the, the playoffs that they had a few handful of years ago. But ultimately, Justin Verlander setting the tone. I think we've seen this from the Astros coming out of the All-Star break and really setting the tone for the rest of the American League, saying, all right, now we're going on to the second half of the season. Yes, Yankees, you guys were the story. The, the two stories of the American League for the first half, I think, really were the Yankees of how, how well they played all season long, led by Judge and the MVP. MVP caliber season he's been having and another two home runs last night for the big fella, but also with the Mariners rolling into the All-Star break with 14 straight victories and trying to get themselves into contention in the AL West, and I think we've seen it from the Astros here. Look, we can win a variety of different ways, whether we have our ace on the mound in Verlander, who's a bulldog, and was again today, seven innings again with just one earned run. It was a home run that he gave up, like you mentioned, to Santana. Or we can, we can manufacture runs. We can find ways to work the count and that's what that offense and that lineup does is they can they can if they need to get into a, a high scoring game they have the lineup to do it they also have the pitching to play two to one type games good defense as well this is really from top to bottom of that roster a really solid team and you look at the pitching staff absolutely led by Justin Verlander another outstanding performance again today the Toronto Blue Jays in the top of the ninth inning have a runner on with nobody out. They continue to lead the Boston Red Sox 3-1. to one. Again, they're the top of the ninth inning at Fenway. Minnesota now leading the Detroit Tigers 2 to nothing in the bottom of the third. They are minus 350 favorites on the money line to go ahead and win this thing. The St. Louis Cardinals and Cincinnati Reds in the top of the second inning from the Great American Ballpark. They are still scoreless. Your in-game total still at 9.5. James, we were talking with Sean Zarillo in the last segment and you brought up the Colorado Rockies your hometown team there uh, from the Mile High City in Miller Park to take on Brandon Woodruff and the Milwaukee Brewers. Woodruff and company a massive favorite in this game but I think the total is really interesting because you alluded to it as well. On Friday night they went 13 innings and there was 13 different pitchers used in total for both teams here. So I, I think the total is something that is very interesting in this game too of the series. It's gone up from eight now to eight and a half. First of all, do you have the guts to take the Rockies like Sean did? And uh, what would your opinion be on the total? Well, I definitely don't have the guts to lay 275 or almost $3. Again, being desensitized to these massive favorites that consist that we see consistently in today's Major League Baseball betting market. But no, I, I think for the Rockies, it is, it's just such a, a a contrast night and day as far as their home and road splits. And this is a team that, you know, when they're at home, man, especially the last, the last month of the season, they've been very competitive and very, a uh, very tough out at home, but then going on the road against a, a, a pitcher like Woodruff, I think that's probably the cause for concern for me is looking at Woodruff and, and how well he's pitched. See, he was on the injured list for quite a while. The last four starts since coming back off that injured list, giving his arm a rest. He's been absolutely dominant. 31 strikeouts over 
over 22 innings pitched. And I think that's the challenge for the Rockies here. Do we get to see Jose Orinha? I know it was a short stint there with the Brewers, but was let go in May with the Rockies picking him up. He has pitched very well on the three starts with the Rockies, just three earned runs and 18 and two-thirds innings of work. But can the Rockies give him any run support in this one? We're kind of looking at, well, maybe that first five innings sitting at four and a half. It's juiced slightly to the under. That'd be the only way I'd want to get involved. We'll see what those arms bring tonight out of the bullpen. I don't trust the Rockies bullpen. I definitely trust the Brewers bullpen much more. We saw a hater be able to pitch a clean ninth. He was kind of struggling going into the All-Star break. I think he had to get his mind right more than anything physically. A lot of things going on off the field for Hader. He got himself right last night against the Rockies. So can't get involved here. Just don't trust the Rockies on the road, Brady. I, I did have the Brewers as the third team of my money line parlay. And like you say, I was betting on Woodruff. He's been so good as of late. And I was betting against the Rockies on the road. Certainly something that has not been their forte. Uh, and you brought that up with Sean. Anytime they're away from Coors Field, I bet the Mets. And that was basically a fate of uh, Blake Snell. And then I bet the Phillies. I just didn't expect the Cubs after that 15-run performance on Friday night to come back and repeat that in the way of a victory at Philadelphia. They are currently leading the Philadelphia Phillies one to nothing. We also spoke with Sean about the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers. That one will come up here pretty quick. Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger both taking care of the Giants in the first two games of this series with the long ball. And I just wonder if this is now starting to get into the Giants' head because the Dodgers are so deep in their lineup. You know, you, you think, and, and the two games that the Giants lost, they were both playing playing very competitive games against the Dodgers, and then all of a sudden the long ball kills them. So I, I wonder if that's really got them uh, you know, kind of looking in the mirror and wondering if they can absolutely, if there's any way that they can get past this Dodgers juggernaut. James, it wasn't long ago that we were talking about this team being tied with the Padres in the NL West, only three or four games ahead of the Giants. Now they have a 10-and-a-half game lead. It looks like they're catching their stride at the right time. Absolutely, and that lineup is so stacked from top to bottom. Any given night, anybody in that lineup from one through nine basically can find a way to come through. And you mentioned Bellinger coming through last night with the grand slam and Betts with a great defensive play. Betts is when he's healthy, he's such a great player. And but there's so many in that in that lineup. It's so hard to just consistently get through as a as an opposing pitcher one through nine. Now that you don't have the the pitcher the nine hole anymore as that pitcher, you've got the DH even tougher now for National League pitchers that have to deal with this lineup for for the L.A. Dodgers. And I think on the other side, Brady with the Giants, you know, with the, the magical season that they had last year with Buster Posey, and we know he wasn't the, the leader of that team for the last decade, three World Series championships to their credit. Uh, but that was kind of the swan song for him and now gone from, that ro- gone from that roster, gone from that clubhouse. And then another year older for Brandon Crawford, same with Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt saw him get pinched. He was pinch hit for last week, closing out the season was it Thursday or Friday night where an opportunity a game winning situation late in the game it was the bottom of the eighth inning he got pinch hit for him when would you see that but I think this the the veteran leadership is kind of you know it's faded away with this Giants team and I think that's the from last year to this year that's probably I think for the consistency for this team over the course of a long season 162 games for the Giants I think that's what's really been missing and the fact that now you've got these young guys having to step up and fill the gap and fill those roles not only from a, a comp- 
competitive standpoint, playmaking standpoint on the field, but also in that clubhouse, was just going to be hard to duplicate that from the magical year that we saw from the Giants last year coming into this year. And with the the Dodgers here, yeah, that's not a matchup I'm going to get in front of right now. I know Wood's been pretty good over his last three starts in this matchup. Just He's had 19 Ks in the last three starts, just one walk. So no freebies for the Dodgers here going against Alex Wood. I'd be looking probably towards this under because Urias, he's been very good. 5-0 and his last six starts, Brady. His last loss was against San Francisco back on June 12th, but he only allowed two earned runs in six innings pitched against those Giants and had 10 strikeouts as well. Going to be a pitcher's matchup at least for the first five. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Of course, the Giants have not been scoring runs in these first two games against the Los Angeles Dodgers. You mentioned you don't want to go against Los Angeles. How about going against Atlanta? This has certainly been the hottest team in baseball, really, since June 1st. They will uh, go to first pitch at 420 Pacific, 720 Eastern time at home, hosting the Los Angeles Angels. And how disappointing are the Angels, James? They started this season anywhere from 10 to 12 games above 500. And then on May 25th, they lost 14 games in a row. They are now 15 games below 500. They've lost four in a row and nine of their last 10. Just a huge negative turnaround for this Angels club. Uh, you know, do you want them at a juicy price tonight? Do you have the guts to back them or do you want to <laughs> lay the wood with Atlanta? No guts. I, my, my mind's still right here, Brady. I, I have some short-term <laughs> memory issues sometimes, but not tonight. Not with this Not with this Angels team. You mentioned it on May 24th where they were 10 games over and now a complete flip. They've gone 12 and 37 since that win back on May 24th. God. And really ultimately, so it's, just this, it's this lineup. They can't hit the baseball. They've lost 13 out of their last 15 and scored two runs or less in nine of those losses during that stretch. They lead the big leagues in strikeouts. So there's no shame in, in swinging and missing with this team. They just go up there and they're playing for themselves. I don't think Trout's in the lineup again tonight. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing for the Angels here, especially the way they've been scuffling. This is a team that just every year, a lot of expectations. We know there's a lot of big contracts on that team. There has been for quite a while, never meeting those expectations. And here we are again with this Angel team. I don't want anything to do with them. The Braves, as hot as they've been over the last six weeks or so, this is a team now believing in themselves because they've won that. They have the confidence from winning the World Series last year and now nipping on the heels of the Mets no play nowhere close to the Angels it's a fade going forward regardless of who's pitching for the Angels the Toronto Blue Jays add an insurance run in the top of the ninth inning at Fenway Park they now lead the Boston Red Sox four to one and they are still batting when we come back the aforementioned NFL season win totals we've touched on the Arizona Cardinals and the New Orleans Saints we'll get into that deeper on the other side of the VSIN Bet Center At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Bet Center is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whatever you feel like, whenever you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N dot com. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the VSIN Bet Center. Time to switch gears and talk a little NFL. We were speaking earlier in the program about the contract extension for Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson in training camp, also Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara of concern for that Saints offense as they begin their season down there. And I want to talk about some of the most bet NFL season win totals at BetMGM, and the Cardinals make the list here in terms of line movement. And James, I know you're a fan of the Eagles. You took them at 3-1 to one to win the NFC East, and apparently you're not the only one. Their season win total uh, opened at 8.5 wins. It is now to 9.5, and, and they're also agreeing with you and I both on the Cardinals as a fade team. They opened at 9.5 wins. That's down to 8.5. And interesting, the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, uh, add Baker Mayfield, of course, as their quarterback, and their season win total goes from 5.5 to 6.5. Your reaction to those three movements at BetMGM? Well, referring back to the the first one, you talked about the Arizona Cardinals, and 
this is just a team that has they gotten off to great starts. Definitely last year, were they seven and zero, eight and zero last year before really the second half of the season just completely falling apart and a lot of injuries to to boot for that team. But every team is going to deal with those injuries, and it's a matter of the depth of your team and the leadership of your team to get you to fight through those injuries and you know the next man up type of mentality. And I think for the Arizona Cardinals, I just don't see that for them when it comes to the leadership on the sideline, leadership on the field, leadership in that in that locker room as well. So. Young player with Kyler Murray, he's getting his money now, but that isn't a uh, now that just means if anything, that's more of a target on you now because each team teams are going to remember how they played last year as far as the Cardinals are concerned. You want to go, you got that guaranteed money, young fellow. Well, we're going to make you earn it each and every week through the the course of the league, the National Football League. And then I think within that division, that Seattle to me, Seattle is complete rebuild. But as far as the the top two, it's really the Rams division to lose in San Francisco. We know that's still a, a terrific lineup, is terrific roster we'll see what the what it holds for the quarterback for san francisco but i think it's going to be definitely run heavy type of offense for the san francisco 49ers to me the cardinals are third best and if they don't get off to a fast start and i don't think that they will what happens now with the pressure of that contract for for kyler murray you've got these big dollars you got that big you have that guaranteed money you're supposed to be the leader you're supposed to lead us to w's not just there's no not looking at any moral victories here in the way that that schedule plays out and starts out for Arizona, I think it's. I think they start off zero and three ultimately, and then all those questions come in. We'll see how this team stays stays focused and the leadership has to step up for them once they get off to that poor start. They're unaccustomed to that there in Arizona the last two years, Brady. I think that that script flips on the Cardinals this year. Yeah, I don't see any way they exceed that season win total. Three teams that have the most bets to the over, over their season win total, are the Detroit Lions, over six and a half wins, the New Orleans Saints, we mentioned them briefly, uh, eight and a half wins for New Orleans, and then the Jets at five and a half wins. And I can certainly understand a couple of these. The Jets really had a great draft, I thought. Uh, I think there are certainly reasons to believe that they will be improved. The New Orleans Saints puzzles me a little bit. You talked about their defense, James. We know that is going to be good, but uh, Al Alvin Kamara facing a suspension to begin the season. Michael Thomas, how much time will he miss? If any, he's going to start training camp on the pup list. And then the Lions, six and a half wins. Yeah, they they were certainly, they were, I believe, the best team in the NFL against the spread last season. And I think there's reason to think that this team will be improved. But I wonder if that love is a little bit too much too early to be jumping on the bandwagon with this team. I've seen teams or I've seen uh, notes about uh, making plays for this team to win the division. It just seems like people are (laughs) all of a sudden all in on the Lions. And and again, I, I think that may be a little bit premature. Yeah, I think for the Lions, I, I agree. It's going to be premature. It's still Jared Goff at the quarterback spot, and I know they were able to to put up some gaudy numbers in some of those games because they were behind in a lot of games, and that defense has a ton of holes on it. Now, I think offensively, there's some pieces to work with. The one, the probably the, the definitely the strength of that team in Detroit is that offensive front. It is a very feisty and physical offensive line, and I like the way that they have some depth at the running back spot. You think about Swift and and the other big fella that they can kind of have the change change of pace back there with Williams and I think this is a team behind that offensive line play to your strengths here you're not going to put the ball in Jared Goff's hands saying we need to sling the ball all around for 35 40 times a game for us to be competitive it's just going to be on the defensive side can they get enough stops to where Detroit can try to manage the game run the football and utilize that offensive line to the best of their, their strength as far as being physical up front and rushing the football. But I think we saw some with with this offense. I mean, Hawk 
Hawkinson's always, when he can stay healthy, he's a big target at the tight end position. And they made some moves in the draft. Jamison William coming over with the size and the speed that he's going to bring, not the size, but the speed he's going to bring. And I think St. Brown, Amaron St. Brown was really in the second half of the season as a rookie, had an outstanding season, especially a lot of those underneath routes and making plays after the Cats. So there's potential offensively for this Detroit team to put points up on the board and be consistent as far as their offensive line and the rushing attack is concerned. To me, it's just the defense. Can the defense be able to get off the field to help Detroit stay competitive, finds a way to into the W? All right, let's take a look at the teams who have been most heavily bet for the under their season win total. The Bears, the Chicago Bears at under six and a half. I think I kind of agree with that one. I was talking with Matt Humans a while back on that one, and I found uh, trouble finding, you know, five wins on the year, let alone going over six and a half. Uh, The Cowboys is kind of interesting. Cowboys at ten and a half has been bet heavily to the under, and the Steelers at seven and a half. I certainly understand the sentiment there with Pittsburgh in a rebuild type of situation, losing Big Ben. Uh, But the Cowboys is interesting, James. You know, that is typically like the Green Bay Packers and the Steelers, the Patriots. You know, those are very public teams that typically people are betting on human, uh, betting on human achievement, betting teams to go over their win total or or expectation that they want their team that they're rooting for. Uh, So a little bit interesting that at BetMGM, that's one of the more popular under bets is Cowboys under 10 and a half wins. This is not the same roster and lineup that we saw. And I think the last, what did we see last? And I know it's been, in, what, six months, five months, whatever it's been, six months now. Man, it's being, it gone by kind of quick but the last time we saw the Cowboys they were getting absolutely embarrassed at home in that playoff game against San Francisco until Garoppolo started missing throws in that fourth quarter and kind of let the left the door open for Dallas to to climb themselves back into it and then mismanage the clock at the end so Dallas doing Dallas things offensively but I think that kind of reverberates for folks saying man this was you had a great season and you have this opportunity at home to advance into the playoffs and that's the effort and the energy and, and the focus and concentration discipline that we're going to see. I mean, it was just a wreck of a game. Penalties left and right, Dak mismanaging the clock, the play calling coming in, and then McCarthy on the sideline really looking clueless as far as how to manage in-game, late-game kind of situations. And then we look at the the changeover in this roster and this identity of what the Dallas Cowboys are going to be. They definitely have changed over the last few years from a rush-first offense to really spreading the field out and putting the football in Dak's hands to sling the ball around. But we know Amari Cooper is not there anymore. They couldn't afford to pay him. He's now in Cleveland. And then Gallup, Gallup the playmaking ability that he has, but who knows if he's going to play. I mean, he had his ACL reconstructed in February. I think it's it's – and then to come back and play at the same level with the speed that he has from that ACL – I don't know if we see him at all in 2022. So now CeeDee Lamb's going to have to step up to be that number one receiver. A lot of movement on the offensive line for Dallas. I get it. That star, Brady, to me, is a target on the helmet for that team. And then you mentioned the Bears. This, this, I, I don't see, I don't see five and a half, six and a half. I don't see four wins on this, on this schedule for this Bears team. This is a team that's just offensively Justin Fields. What a terrible situation for him to be drafted into, right, Brady? There's no playmakers on the outside. You have Allen Robinson now. He's now in Los Angeles, this offensive line is a bad offensive line and a complete makeover as far as the identity of this team. I don't know what this team is. I don't know what the identity is this team is going to be. It's not the defensive-minded team we saw a few years ago with Vic Fangio running that defense for the Bears, getting themselves to the playoffs. This is a bad football team, Brady, and a lot, really going to be a lot of struggles for Justin Field. Hopefully he can survive because I think he's going to take a lot of punishment this year in Chicago. 
Yeah, not only an overhaul of the roster, but an overhaul of the front office and the coaching yep. staff as well. Of course, Matt Nagy's out, Ryan Pace out. So you've got uh, you know all kinds of change going on there in Chicago. And we'll talk about the Chicago Bears in the next segment. A very interesting betting market that BetMGM has posted. You can bet on teams to begin the year 4-0, and you can bet on teams to begin the year 0-4. We'll see if we can find some attractive ones in both of those markets in the next segment. Update on the baseball here, the Toronto Blue Jays. They take care of business over the Boston Red Sox. Once again, the game stays well under the total. 4-1 to one, your final there at Fenway Park. Another victory for the surging Toronto Blue Jays under new management there. The Minnesota Twins leading the Detroit Tigers 2 to nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning. St. Louis draws first blood over Cincinnati, 2 to nothing right now in the top of the third. And the New York Yankees are on the board early, 1 to nothing. They lead the Baltimore Orioles, who are batting in the home half of the first inning. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. NFL coming up on the Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you, continuing the NFL talk. And I thought this was a pretty cool market to put up from our friends at BetMGM. You can bet on teams to begin the NFL season with a 4-0 mark, or you can bet on teams to begin the NFL season with an 0-4 mark. A, the Los Angeles Chargers are one of the favorites to begin 4-0 at plus 275. The Broncos are at 3-1. The Eagles are at plus 350. The Bengals at plus 350. The Buccaneers at 4-1. Not a whole lot of variance in the prices there amongst 10 teams or so. And then as far as a slow start to begin the season 0-4, the Texans are the favorite at plus 150. The Jaguars at plus 175. The Falcons at plus 225. The Bears at plus 350. I'm sure scheduling has something to do with this, James, but for the most part, it just looks like, you know, good teams and bad teams. But if you dive into the scheduling spots a little more, I'll start with the teams that are expected to get off to a hot start. And maybe if you've found a bet in there that might be worth considering, I think the 49ers at four to one are one team that maybe could pull it off. Uh, And we know it's very difficult to start four and one, no matter what your schedule is. But the 49ers are at the Bears. We've already talked about uh, the Bears and are wanting to fade that team as far as their season win total. I don't think that's going to be e- be the easiest spot in the world, especially laying a touchdown with a brand-new quarterback. Maybe you bet the Bears plus the points, but San Francisco could easily win that game. Game two, they return home to host the Seattle Seahawks. We know about their problems this year. Then on Sunday night football, they're in your part of the country at the Broncos. That is certainly a tough one. And then they have Monday night football the following week against the Rams, who, you know, they'll be in revenge mode a little bit there. The Rams knocking the 49ers out of the playoffs last season. I feel like if they can get that win over the Broncos on Sunday night, they've got a shot. What about you as far as teams to begin the year 4-0? Yeah, the the latter two, those last two games, that's the challenge. And it's with Trey Lance as the quarterback most likely going forward to start the season and through those first four games. 
what are we going to see from San Francisco? I think the identity is usually what it's been is is that is that outside zone rushing game, and even more so with Trey Lance. We know he's got a, a terrific arm, but he is not ready to start making accurate throws on third down in this league. I think this is going to be a run-heavy team, a lot of RPO action from Trey Lance as well, and that's going to be the matter of, of having to go win on the road on Sunday night here in Mile High. I think that's the obviously playing the the, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams in the di- di- division game, a rematch from the NFC Championship game from last year, and not that the 49ers will be overlooking Denver on Sunday night, but I just think those two games right there, that's a really tall order for Trey Lance and that San Francisco 49er team to be able to start off 4-0, the back end, those two games. Yeah, I think for the the first two games, I think they start off 2-0. That's the challenge. Can they get both of those? Now, if you have San Francisco and they, act, they end up winning that game in Denver, now you got a potential place where you can hedge that game because they will be at home and probably the the chart will we'll see how the the first three weeks shake out but rams may be a very slight favorite in that game so depending on what you can do and i think that's the way i kind of approach this i was looking at the broncos schedule brady and and for the broncos they get to open up on monday night but it's going to be at seattle and i think if there's one player that's going to definitely be bringing it it's going to be russell wilson i think seattle is going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year so i think that's definitely a winnable game for the broncos they come home and they're going to have a scrimmage against the houston texans and then they'll (laughs) play that game on at home on uh, against san francisco that on sunday night Night. And if they win that, they're off to a 3-0 and start. Now they're going to travel to Las Vegas and play mm. the Raiders on the road. And Very so looking at that spot, what if they win If they win those first three games and you have them at 3-1? to one, uh, where, What's the number there? You know it's going to be a, a real tight number. One, maybe the Raiders are f- a slight favorite in that game, but there's a potential. If you're there and you win those first three, you can even find a way to hedge that and be able to take some of that, take some on the Raiders in that case. And we'll see where they're at. And depending on injuries, all those kind of things. That's the one thing you always have to factor in. We know things can be so volatile in the NFL when it comes to the, the injury bug and the impact that that has on any given team for any given week. But that might be as far as getting off to that hot start. I think for the Broncos, a lot of optimism here having now Russell Wilson as well as a new coaching staff here in Denver. A whole new voice. No more the, the old curmudgeon as far as Vic Fangio. As great as a defensive coordinator as he's been over the course of uh, multiple decades in this league, definitely not the head coaching material as far as his communication style with the Broncos, uh, having ha- having a new having Hackett here and a new voice, I think has been very well received with the team as well as a, a veteran championship quarterback and Russell Wilson. Interesting. Maybe you could take a shot on both the 49ers and the Broncos with that week three Sunday night football matchup really being yep. the crux matchup. It appears it looks like both teams could definitely get out to two and O starts. And if you have a bet on both teams, obviously you've got one of them out to a three and O start and then you work from there going into week four. Definitely an interesting game in week four here in Las Vegas against the division rival in the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. Teams that could start out zero and four. We touched on this uh, briefly earlier with the Arizona Cardinals and both in your mind and mine, uh, a fade team this year. And and even with the signing of Kyler Murray and inking him to that huge contract, a lot of times that's that's a spot for a fade as well. Now this guy's got his money. He's comfortable. He doesn't have the hunger anymore. I don't know. That's that's a little bit of a narrative, but oftentimes it comes to fruition. Uh, they open with the Chiefs, okay? They they will host the Chiefs at home. Then they go at Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Then they host the Rams. We know that's a big game there. And then they go on the road to take on the Panthers. I, I mean, they could be 0-3 headed to Carolina, James. 
Absolutely, they could. And then, and with Carolina, not that, not that Baker Mayfield moves the needle for me in any capacity for that Carolina offense. And but it's going to be a definitely a step up from what we saw out of Sam Darnold at the second, especially the second half of the season. He had completely lost all confidence as not only a playmaker at the quarterback spot, but a leader for that team and that offense. So I think that, that if there's one thing we know about Baker Mayfield, he's a tough player. He's a tough-minded player. He's very competitive, and he's going to fight and play through injuries. He did it all season long last year. So potentially here, like you mentioned with the Cardinals, one that I was looking at, I was looking a little, when we were looking at the at the numbers on this here, and I was looking at what can I find that's within that, you know, a little deeper down the board. And off to this slow start, sitting at $5.00, is the Miami Dolphins. And I know there's a lot of hoopla around a lot of the moves that they made. And they did make a lot of moves offensively. Tyreek Hill being being the top dog, but they've done some so they've they've impacted that offensive line too. And you've got a whole new coaching staff there with Mike McDaniel and now a, a, a an unproven coach. We don't know anything about him as a head coach. Very young player, the very young coach coming over from San Francisco to to have to not only manage all these personalities that are on this team, but also all the things that were happening with that franchise off the field with the, you know, the the lawsuit that's currently being filed against the Dolphins and the and the NFL with with Flores and the potential tanking that was asked of him, those types of things. I, I think for here, Brady, looking at this schedule for the Miami Dolphins, yes, you're going to be at home and you're going to host the New England Patriots. I wonder if there's a game circled for the Patriots considering how they finished out the season last year against the Dolphins, just getting absolutely waxed. They got swept by Miami last year, as a matter of fact, lost the home opener last year to the Miami Dolphins. And then from there, look at the schedule for the Dolphins. They're going to go on the road to Baltimore, come back home against the Bills, and then at Cincinnati on a short week on Thursday night. Those three games, you know for certain, they will be underdogs in all three of those matchups. The home game to start the season against Against the New England Patriots, they're a short favorite right now, two and a half consensus. So it's not a big favorite. It's not any foregoing conclusion that Miami's going to win that game at home, especially with all the new faces, new places for this coaching staff, and then a Patriots team that I'm sure has that game circled considering how they finished out the season in the last regular season game down there in Miami and getting hammered the way that they did. I know the weather's always a factor early in the season as far as heat and humidity is concerned, and that is always a, a an advantage for the Miami Dolphins. But sitting there at $5? That's the one they have to win. They don't win that game against New England. I think absolutely they start off 0-4. No, I, I'm with you. I think that's a, a great spot right there on the Miami Dolphins, and I think they lose that opening one, uh, opening week one game to the New England Patriots. Uh, I haven't bet it yet, but uh, I am heavily considering betting the Patriots in that game, catching the points. This one is currently off the board uh, because of the Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah. But week one, they are at the Panthers. I think they could certainly lose that game to a revengeful Baker Mayfield. They host the Jets. We know the Jets are supposed to be improved. Then they host the Steelers, who are, will certainly have revenge on their mind after getting swept by the Browns last season. And then they travel to Atlanta. Now, I know Atlanta is bad. But again, if they were without Watson, I think they could certainly be on the road at Atlanta in Week 4 with an 0-3 mark. They definitely could, and with, with everything swirling around that team too. I think the only concern for me is is looking at Pittsburgh coming in on a short week at playing Cleveland, where Pittsburgh, what are they going to look like offensively? This is going to be a team that is going to struggle to score all season long. And I think if there's one thing that the Cleveland Browns, even though the, the quarterback situation is completely upside down right now, the strength of that team is that offensive line and that rushing game and having that identity and knowing who they are from that standpoint, that could lead them to be able to beat a team like Pittsburgh playing at home on a short week. 
All right, we've got more baseball to preview in the next segment. We'll update the scoreboard as well, get you caught up on some live wagering opportunities on the Diamonds. All kinds of baseball going on for your Saturday night as we roll along here inside the VSIN Bet Center on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the Pro Football Guide is coming soon. There's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VSIN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best one ever. Subscribe now at vcin.com slash subscribe. 
I tell you, James, just reading promos for it uh, has me fired up. Football season, indeed, not that far away. What did we we did our timeline game earlier in the show? What was it? Twelve days until the first preseason game. The Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up in a couple weeks in the Hall of Fame game, and then 47 days away until opening night, September the 8th at SoFi Stadium, the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills will get the regular season kicked off. Uh, Very interesting betting markets that we were talking about in the last segment, Uh, teams that you can bet on to start 4-0 and teams that you can bet on to start 0-4. And I really like the one that you pegged in the Miami Dolphins. They start out with the New England Patriots. Then they travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. They will host the Buffalo Bills. And then they go to Cincinnati. Or maybe it was hosting. No, they go at Cincinnati, I believe, in week four. Obviously a tough four games out of the gate there. Now for those divisional matchups with New England and Buffalo, Miami in September has always been a difficult time to play or a difficult spot to play during that time of the year with the humidity and whatnot and we've seen buffalo and new england struggle uh playing miami at that time of the year and even late in the year for the patriots for that matter but i I touched on it that i really and you mentioned it in your breakdown of why that would be a good bet at five to one for miami to start out zero and four you felt it really hinges on that week one contest against new england and I really like New England in that week one game. Oftentimes we talk about Bill Belichick and his ability uh, to win and dominate against rookie quarterbacks. Well, now you've got a rookie head coach in Mike McDaniel, and he's been awful successful over his career in taking on new head coaches as well. And not only is he a new head coach, but you've got a new offensive coordinator over there. We're not completely sure who's going to be calling the plays just yet for Miami. And then you also talked about the distraction with Brian Flores and the lawsuits and the tanking and all that, that uh, all that stuff that's going on. Well, part of the reason Tua Tangvaloa, by the way, is three and zero straight up and against the spread in his career against the New England Patriots. But part of that reason, I believe, is because of the presence of Brian Flores, who comes from the Patriots coaching staff. He knew that team as well as anybody and how to how to game plan against them. And I think that was a big part of Miami's success against the New England Patriots. You also talked about the week one loss that Mac Jones and New England suffered at home in Foxborough to Miami last season. They had that game won. They fumbled on about the two-yard line or something. I remember yeah. because I think I had mm-hmm. I had I want to say I had the Patriots laying two and a half or something like that. Ended up being a losing bet because of that fumble late in the game, and they ended up losing that game outright to Miami. Uh, So certainly they'll have revenge on their mind. They were swept by the Dolphins last season. Um, But for all those reasons about Belichick and his ability against a young head coach in what will be Mike McDaniel, never had been a head coach before, and the absence of Brian Flores, who I think with his Patriots background had an edge up, on his ability to compete with the Patriots. With all of that gone and that situation now that is current in Miami, I think the Patriots are a play taking the points and absolutely could win the game outright. Yeah, and thinking about, and the more we, we, you know how we do this, Brady, we'll start to, we see these markets and we start to talk through them. And the more we kind of talk through them and and give, give pros and cons to each side of the potential play for it. And thinking about Miami again, I, I just think, not that Mike McDaniel's not, qualified not going to be a good head coach but 
you know, that's just it's a lot for any head coach to have to come over and as, when you haven't been a head coach before. And he's coming in. And I know the players are saying all the right things. Yes, he's. It's all good right now because you haven't had to make any personnel cuts. You haven't had to create any depth chart yet. What's going to happen? You have to start making those hard decisions as that leader, and that's what it really comes down to for me with these head coaches, first-time head coaches having to take over any kind of ball club. And with the Miami Dolphins, we mentioned it before with all the things that were swirling around with the lawsuit and everything that was going on off the field and the the conflict with Flores and the front office there and the ownership. Well. Now with this Miami team, not only having to put that aside, but incorporate all these new players. And there's a lot of moves to be made offensively. Tyreek Hill for one, but, you know, they also brought in Wilson. And I I think for for Waddle, he's already got a a connection with with Tua. And what is that going to look like offensively from uh, from an identity standpoint? You have all these targets to throw the football to, but really for McDaniels, if you're going to take anything to try to assess where he's coming from, it's going to be that outside zone rushing scheme that, that Shanahan's been running. The Shanahan's over the course of multiple decades rushing the football the way that they have. It's just a lot to have to incorporate into a week one game and then you're going to have to go against Belichick. And I know the Patriots are not sexy. There's This is not a team that you you look at the roster, at least from a, a, a playmaking standpoint, and say, wow, this is a team that's going to be exciting to watch. It's not. It's going to really be ultimately kind of a boring team to watch, but that's the way Belichick likes it. He wants it to be the strength of that team is going to be the offensive line of rushing the football. I think what we saw with Stevenson last year being able to pass the football the way that they did and then putting Mac Jones in a position to be successful where he's not having to make big plays each and every time he touches the football. You know they're going to be competitive are the Patriots on the defensive side. This team knows who they are. I don't know who Miami is going to be. We'll see as the season progresses and they'll learn their way at, through the season. But I think for that first game against the, the the Patriots, matching up against Belichick as that rookie head coach for McDaniel and then those subsequent three games afterwards, man, it's hard for me to find a, a win there for the Miami Dolphins. And at 5-1, to one, the more we talk through this, I'm talking myself into it, Brady. The more I talk through this with you here, partner, the more I'm really liking that $5 side to say Miami starts off 0-4. We uh, tend to make a habit of talking ourselves yes, into do. a few bets here on the yeah. program. Yeah, how about uh, your uh, coaching career beginning, head coaching career beginning with Belichick in week one and John Harbaugh yes. in week two? A rude awakening mm-hmm. there for Mike McDaniel indeed. And, and I, I hope he does well because, you know, he was really part of that offensive genius, the the running game in San Francisco, and I'd like to see more of that. I think that was exciting to watch, yes. and, you know, I, I wish him well. But, yeah, for betting purposes, uh, 0-4 start I don't think is out of the question at all. All right, let's switch over to Major League Baseball here, James. We do have a game coming up at 5-10 Pacific time, 8-10 p.m. Eastern, and it's a real thriller between the Washington Nationals and the Arizona <laughs> Diamondbacks. The Nationals have won just two of their last 18 games, and you've got a battle of aging veterans on the bump tonight. 38-year-old Anibal Sanchez will take on 32-year-old Madison Bumgartner down in the other desert, and the Snakes are a pretty big favorite here. Minus 150 on the money line with a total of nine. I can't imagine you're involved or you're going to watch, but uh, how about your thoughts on this less-than-sexy matchup coming up a little later this evening? Brady, you don't even have to try to imagine. Let's stay in reality. No, I don't. I mean, this is you're talking about two teams combined 44 games under 500, especially mm. on the national side. Sanchez, I didn't even know he was. Saw him 
pitch a couple weeks back. Like, how is he even still around? But obviously for the Nationals, just trying to find anybody. It's a stopgap. It's really unfortunate, Brady, what's happened to that Nationals team. Yeah, what are they, two, two years, years removed from a World it's, Series? Yes. twenty was it, it was 2019. 2019, three years removed from winning the World Series there. And how fun was that team to watch? And I know you're not going to be able to pay and keep everybody. But now with Juan Soto also turning down the contract, ready to move on, trade bait. And what a great trade. Whoever is going to be getting involved with the potential to bring in Soto into that lineup. I mean, where is this Nationals team right now? This is just not a team that it's a bunch of young guys and other guys that are just really feeling like we saw that play out yesterday. Just no effort or energy, any competitiveness from that national team against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I probably if, if I was getting involved here, what did you say the number I'm looking at? It's a dollar fifty. Um, I don't want to take anything with Sanchez, and I know Mad Bum is definitely on the tail end of his career. And for him, it's all about location. Although with the team right now, with the Nationals, that's probably up there to saying, you know what, I'm not worried about working counts and moving guys around. I'm going to go get my cuts. I'm going to take my hacks up there. And a lot of times, Bumgarner can take advantage of that by living outside the zone, staying up and up and away a lot of times. He'll work both sides of the plate, but I know he'll stay up. Maybe that's the, the fact here that this Nationals team is not playing as far as that lineup is concerned playing baseball where it's one through nine playing together and working with approaches up there maybe that's a good maybe that's that's probably a, a good uh, a good matchup for bum Gardner who definitely is on the tail end of the career here it would be Diamondbacks are nothing for me here at a dollar fifty actually talk myself into it that feels pretty short I want nothing to do with the Nats yeah one thing we have to consider this time of year we've got about 10 days or so from the trading deadline and you touched on it earlier in the program james guys that are auditioning for other teams you know and juan soto maybe is that guy so even though you've got bad baseball teams there certainly are some players that are trying to show themselves to the suitors out there in the market so something that is involved in the baseball handicap this time of year indeed cubs still lead the phillies one to nothing come on phils i need you minnesota twins two Two to nothing over the Detroit Tigers. St. Louis doubling up the Reds in the top of the fourth. Four to two in the New York Yankees out early over the Baltimore Orioles. Two to nothing. We'll update the rest of the scoreboard when we come back right here on the VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.